0: Welcome to the Indie Comics section. Join us as we take you through the pages of some of the best stories and art that's available in the comic book industry. From trivia to book discussions and to interviews, this is Indie Comics.
1: The Shadow Zone. Now I'm thinking of what's the Auto Zone?
2: (laughs) Get in the zone. zone. Get Get in in the the zone. zone. The
1: Shadow Zone. Oh boy. (laughs) Oh, I really hope we're not recording. Tell oh, we are. That. Oh, great. <laughs> Ryan's going <laughs> to love this.
0: It's a new indie comics. Yes, it Here is. we are. It's another roundtable discussion.
1: With Maddie.
0: And Jeff. And Tyler.
1: Yay. And
0: yeah. what did we read? We read Shadow Zone. In Shadow
1: the... Zone! <laughs> Everybody in will the always realm think of, of that.
0: the kids. Yeah, you know. <laughs> like... By Ryan Odegaard and Barbara Kiesel, Randall yeah. Kiesel. See
1: Barbara Randall Kiesel. She is a great like. I love when people have three names.
0: Oh, I know. It just yeah. seems
1: so much cooler.
0: I agree. I agree. It does. I it agree. Really does. Or if like their first and middle name are like just like like the the letters like J. Oh like, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. like J J Abrams, like, like J J, Scott, J. Yeah.
2: Scott Campbell or something like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool too. But yeah, but like right.
1: I get I get you. Even
0: like F. Scott, yeah, F. Scott Fitzgerald sounds so ritzy. Yes, it does. Yeah.
1: Do you know what's crazy? I met someone the other day, like a random stranger, who had my same first and middle name spelled exactly the same way I what's do. What's your middle name? Rose.
0: Oh, okay. Rose.
1: And like spelled it all the same way, spelled Maddie the same way. It was rare. It they was weird. They spelled Rose the same way? Ha, ha ha but madeline you can spell it a lot of different ways yeah, madeline rose what are the odds of that same yeah, first true. and middle she was also blonde and she spelled maddie with an ie like i do it was weird let me tell you huh. and we both hm. looked at each other like are we supposed to do something has the universe brought us together and then we just parted ways <laughs> yeah crazy story there you go no welcome fight. to indie comics yeah
0: right yeah welcome yeah. to indie comics true story bro <laughs>
1: I murdered her so that there could only be one, oh, and now here I am.
0: I see Highlander references. Well, speaking nice. of Highlander, I have no transition. So when have you ever not? had a proper transition? Like, I, I have once. one. The, uh, like a couple yeah. episodes ago, it was fantastic. Yeah, what, yeah.
1: I will vouch for that. It, it happened one, one time.
0: But um, yeah, so time what,
1: at the Shadow Zone today.
0: I know it was. Shadow
1: zone. <laughs> <laughs> I created a monster. It's super cool, though. Um, I it.
0: really, really, really like it. So this was a Kickstarter. Um, and uh, who, who has the story? Who wants to read what this stuff is? I think is? Jeff should
1: tell us, because he backed the Kickstarter.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And it has been on this train since the very beginning. And we're all very happy and grateful to Jeff, because we have this amazing comic. Yeah, yes, indeed. Yes, true. indeed.
2: Yes, Thanks, I did Jeff. back the comic, and I'm so glad I did it. And I will definitely be backing more of it in the future, because I certainly want to see more of this story. But basically, you have this realm, which was once utterly in siege by these uh, evil spirits called the Kiv. basically. Yeah. They've long been driven out. So you're kind of having a peaceful period where, you know, people have a, a nice transition from the warrior society they want to do to a more complacent society that has more openness, more love and everything to it, and not so much worry for the future of whether these things are going to come out again. That's the world that our protagonist, Candora comes into – but unfortunately, there's one, there's the entire theme right there that really the Kiv never actually left. They yeah. just kind of were pushed to the side. But they're waiting for her, and along the way, she makes some very terrible decisions <laughs> that pretty much bring well, along spoiler alert.
1: <laughs> no,
2: that's just enough I for it Ryan not to be, be non time. So. Yeah, that's true. But- so, th- so there's like some basically there's some wrong decisions she makes, and you know the Kiv. It looks like they may be on the horizon again, but at what cost? And what is going to ha- happen to the, to the kingdom of Baira I, believe it's called. Baira? by Baira. by Baira.
1: This is what? Take tomato. 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 I would remember nothing exactly. if I didn't have notes in front of me.
2: But, uh and you know, we just have to see how it goes on. But the way it comes about, very heart-wrenching. Yeah. Can what I happens? just
1: say to you, like, any time that someone's training someone young and they're like, you're so lucky, you don't have to deal with these monsters we used to deal with. Oh, and during, you're like, the, during the training period, yeah. This is going to yeah. last
0: um, well, I, we, we didn 't talk about it before, but I actually want to get your input in this because this is the first time of us having really done a Kickstarter one i mean I, we done a cu- a we've done a couple that we, kickstarters before that, that we backed, but uh-huh. um Jeff, why did you back this
2: this one it 's because particularly I love fantasy type works, yeah. fantasy type works are just my thing, so when I was hearing that there was a story that was kind of a little bit of uh, A little Legend of Korra-ish, a little bit of anime, a little bit of fantasy here and there. I pretty much was like, you know, that story has my name written all over it. So it's like, it's not so much a question of why did I do it. It's like, how could I not? Yeah. So nice pitch. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, I
0: mean, how did you find out about it, though?
2: I found about this actually through Barbara. Actually, she suggested it to me one day when I was talking to her, and I was like, how did I not know about this? Yeah. So I looked on the Kickstarter and I read the information about it, and I was like, oh, I'm down. I'm totally down. Yeah.
0: I mean, we've done a couple of Kickstarter. Like, we did Raisin Ritalin. Yes, which we did. Is one of them that I um, I backed and uh, got to talk to Tyler Page about having ADHD. And I still love that dorm book so much. Yeah, it is amazing. <laughs> and him and I just have just. Have like this scary. It's so scary how close his and mine are. And you got to learn a little bit more about me just from that book. Oh, of course. And then we did uh, the monster anthology from Russell. That's true. We did. That's uh, that's such a good book. But um, yeah, I mean, this one this is cool and I really wish I was able to back this one up
2: oh well yeah there, you there, there's, 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 plenty, there's plenty
0: more for the future this is just the beginning I right think here. that's the yeah. hardest
1: thing for me when we do these indie comics that are oh, self Hope. I'm so
0: sorry The War and Hope and The War Fuzzy. Hope we did too yes. yes oh my god sorry Fuzzy we love you Fuzzy <laughs> I'll never forget you I, oh my gosh I'm so we sorry we love
1: you we'll never forget you um, but yeah I think it's so hard when we have like w- one volume of something or one issue oh, yeah. of something and you, it really needs people's help to keep going because you get invested and then I mean there is the real possibility that you will never get more of this and I think it's really important that you go out and you you know just like you vote with your money and you decide if you're going to boycott or or do whatever like this is a way to really show the things that you're interested in if you want a certain comment to get made go out and support Uh them and it's really cool that you did that for this book and here we are with this he's just holding it right now this beautiful hardcover volume with this gorgeous art Um, uh, and it's a really cool story how did it feel when you finally got it? Like after getting involved? Well, the believe game? it or
2: not, actually, it was I. I did the hundred fifty dollar package deal where I not only got Ooh, this, but, but, but I got an enamel pin of Candora, oh, which cool. is so beautiful. I got a PDF version of the actual story, which I absolutely love to have on my computer as well. If I don't want to break this out, I uh, also it came with uh, prints actually in the PDF uh, format as well, which. I loved, and believe it or not, I got an eleven by seventeen commission by him too. Actually, he oh, he, did, awesome. he he did a, he did a sketch of Starfire for me. Nice. I don't know if I ever showed it to you. We'll have to show it to you sometime. Yeah, sometime cool. we'll
1: put it on our Instagram. Yeah, yeah, take a, We'll take Jeff's a picture. School? Oh, for
2: sure, for sure. It's so beautiful. I that's want to have awesome. that thing colored now, actually, because yes. of how of how grand
0: it is. But... Ryan's art is just amazing. oh yeah. uh,
1: ma- and that's the thing for me it's too, because I like Jeff. I mean, I think all of us in many ways are like. I'm a huge fantasy fan, and to look at. Comic book art can be so different in um in so many ways and you know you, you- that's what makes so many books so special is that they have their own look and feel and it feels really different when you're reading it. And yeah. this one is like looking at these beautiful paintings. It's totally transportive. You feel like you're yeah. kind of in this world and it's very unique. And I know we talked with Ryan a lot about that world building and those little details and like, what can you do? Like what, what's the architecture like? What's the flora and fauna like? There's so much when you're building a new world that yeah. comes out through the art and these little details. And I think this is just a really incredibly beautiful book.
2: Now here's one curious fact that I'll also mention about it in two when you look in the sto- look in the story here, it has a very iconic cover which shows Candora uh, and who 's soon going to be the younger sister Corin- uh, Corina. One thing that no, not too many people realize is that Ryan had Saya Om do the colors for it. And oh. Ohm Om does uh, Lola XOXO yeah. from Aspen Comics. She's awesome. And she, oh, she's just amazing as well. And you can see it right in there of what she does right there. Such such sharp colors done on the cover right there, as well as the colors to do it inside of it. It is just Visually very stunning. I want a poster of that cover, to be honest. Oh, yeah, I know. That kind of thing, that would be a perfect poster kind of thing to have.
1: Well, and even in the opening, they have, like, I think it's the sun rising, I'm going to say. Oh, but, yeah. But, like, yeah. this beautiful...
2: The sunrise, yes. um,
1: It's, like, coming up over the mountains, and it's just gorgeous. Like, it looks like a painting you want to hang in your room, and that's just... A page, and that's the other cool thing about the way that this is done because it's in a book. It's not like a single issue format. Yeah. Um, you get this kind of more more of like a like a step between a comic and a novel or something where you have bigger pages that yeah. have just exactly. this giant exactly. Art. exactly. That's the why shape I love of this, it is really cool.
2: That's why I love this prestige kind of uh, hardcover kind of format and everything. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the children's books we remember when we were yeah. growing up. Like that, the yeah. way that it's set up. Which just makes it all the better, actually. It makes it a wonderful collector's item that you can either have right in your bookshelf or right on your coffee table right there. Yeah, because yeah. it's,
1: it's like widescreen rather than comics are very I
2: love that analogy, widescreen. That yeah. is amazing. <laughs> it's I like, love you want to read a
1: comic in IMAX, come on over.
2: 16 by 9. 16 yeah. by 9. That's what we're going for here.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful. It's really cool because then when you open it up, you've got the spread is just super long and beautiful and you get a lot yeah. of rich detail and you can like zoom out and see the whole city and, you know, it's it's very stunning.
2: Well, now, how, now, how about story-wise? What yeah. leapt out? What what really was probably the most glaring of the story to you guys? What really leapt out to you, as far as like the the story goes?
1: Just me be, being obsessed with all the characters who have pink hair.
2: Yeah,
0: I um... <laughs> can I
1: cosplay as I'm too old. <laughs> if she gets older someday, Ryan, I'm coming for you. Oh really yeah, cosplay as green.
0: I. uh... I really really like the story. I love the fantasy um, aspect of it. It's not hardcore fantasy or anything at oh, all. No, definitely but not. it's um it, it's cool. I it got me There probably... are magic
1: crystals. It's that's like as fantasy as you.
0: <laughs> that's true. There are crystals. So
1: I love yes. a good magic crystal. We don't know what man, they do yet. So But there's Something going on with those crystals. Well,
2: technically, we could we could probably make some we could probably make some predictions for what for they sense. do, especially considering what we yeah. read.
0: But that would be considered spoilery. We don't want to do that to you <laughs> that's guys. That's <true. laughs> um, But I think like I think it was a third page where it was talking about like the you know um, the king and queen. Uh, it was like after yeah. after it was um, Master Oren something like that. Oh the, the uh, oh the oh the uh yeah. the monk the monk the monk oh uh, monk Anon. Anon 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 that's right. Yeah. Um, I, I think it was like the dialogue was pretty cool, but like once I got to see and like meet the kids and stuff like that, that's what grabbed me. Uh-huh. I, I loved it. I love the I love the characters and stuff, and yeah,
1: I, I like their personalities. I do too. And I think it shows. I mean, not to give too much away, but also, I don't know. Go read it. But um, like dealing with loss and what do you do? How do you react when you lose people that you're close to? And what path will that set you on? Yeah. And I think that that it's. I think we'll get a lot more of that eventually in this story as it continues. But just that initial, like when you're young and you lose a family member, or possibly more, who knows? Yeah. Um, like, what is your what is your reaction to that? How do you deal with that pain? And it, how do you channel it? And then, like, I Jeff, you seem to know way more about this. But the the kiv is that what they're called?
2: The kiv, the kiv. kiv. How are you? Want to- like,
1: are they like demons that can possess someone, or in a
2: way, you have to think you have you? to think of them like this: the kiv. Feed off negative emotions of people. Okay. So they're almost they're almost kind of like dark spirits, dark demons that feed off of negative vibes, negative energy, yeah. Your hate, hate so anger, you aggression, and all that kind of stuff. Become
1: one if you feed into it enough.
2: That's essential. Well, if we're reading the story, it's kind of we see what's happening with Irak, <laughs> that character yeah. that Candora's is like totally obsessed with, and everything that was so good. goes off into the Just cave. Side
1: note, like when like towards the end and she's just like you can be my king now and he's yeah, like wow I, I,
0: okay. I saw that too and I was like oh we went from
1: zero to 100 real fast yeah. need to calm she's down. like oh hello hold me in your big strong arms you could be the king and he's like cool
2: yeah yeah Thanks. pretty much and he's pretty much like yeah anybody who tries to get Sounds her is gonna good. have to go through me now and everything so but one thing, thing that I 20. thought was also real good it's, it kind of leads into what your your, your interpretation of the Kiv right there one powerful message that the story has right here. And I quote, our true freedom lies within the shadow the place where branching pathways where we must face both sides of our own potential and choose the course we will walk, which shows that it's not so much that our fate is predetermined, but it's what path you choose determines whether it's going to be a good one or a bad one. And that's what we kind of see with Candora here with the choices that she makes, especially in this first story, which leads to some, Not really good things happening, unfortunately. We might as well be honest, but there is some possible light at the end of the tunnel. We just have to see how the story goes. And uh, that is really where the KIV come about. It's like, if anything, they would probably go away and be suppressed forever if people would learn to control their particularly dark emotions. They feed off of those. So long as those are still there, they're going to continue to exist. It's It's like what the famous saying says, to fight a war out of anger or fear is to fight a war that will never end. And that's kind of what we see nice. with this.
1: Well, yeah, and I think um, to kind of go off of that, one of the quotes I wrote down was um, the the like Kiv part of her coming out was, <laughs> um, and in that moment of desperate pain, I was born. I've always thought I heard an echo of her terror and tried to scream in response. But
2: then again, babies always cry.
1: And or I something thought
2: like
1: that. I thought that was so.
2: Well, because she was conceived at the very moment that Candora lost her brother in that cave and everything. Yeah, well, and
1: she was crying out and this idea that something kind of came to her and like, I'm (laughs) going to draw a parallel right now. Um, I've been playing Dragon Age. It's a great oh, that's, video a surprise. Game. that's a real surprise. Go and there, play actually. <laughs> it. But they deal a lot with like spirits and right, that right. these ideas that there's this thing called the fade that's like this mystic realm, basically. Uh-huh. And you can kind of come up with, if you think of something, it can appear in the fade. Like it's all very transitory and not physical, but it can become physical with your, your thoughts. And so spirits that come from the fate into the real world can kind of embody a feeling. So like if someone's in a moment of great rage and a spirit comes over to the real world at that time, it can then embody that rage and remain hundreds of years after the person's dead.
2: Sounds a whole lot like the shadow realm of yeah. Which story. I think that
1: idea is so interesting to really pull apart. Cause you think about your feelings and like kind of what you were saying about the war, like a single person that embodies enough of a certain emotion, that emotion and the, 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 consequences of their actions when acting through that emotion can last forever and i mean i think it talks about the impact that people can have yeah and i think it's easy to talk it's easier to talk about it when it's something like the kiv or it's a spirit or it's whatever because then we can say okay well this isn't me this is my rage and like what is it doing to me and how can i fight it versus saying i am my rage right I think that's something I'm (laughs) doing.
2: Your your rage, your anger, fear, aggression, and all that
1: A little extra about Maddie. I'm taking, like, a compassion practice right now. (laughs) So we talk about, like, feelings and all of these things and, like, how can maybe be more compassionate to other people and to ourselves? And part of that is separating, like, I am not my emotions. Yeah. Like, I am feeling this right now. Or, like, instead of saying I'm stressed or, like, there is stress in my life right now. And, like, I think that's interesting then that, like, this is a... kind of physical and emotional embodiment of a certain feeling and of darkness. And so, like, how do you fight that? And I think it's going to be really interesting to kind of follow that story and see what happens. Oh, yeah. Because it is. It's it's not like it's really easy to be like, oh, well, there's a good sister and there's a bad sister and they're going to fight. And what's going to happen? But I think it's going to get so much more complicated than that. And, like, the bad sister isn't really a bad sister. She just has a lot happening. And, like, how can she get through that? And I'm interested to see now with is it Karina?
2: karina because karina, according, like what according, she turns to, into. according to according to the village just a little context here her name is karina because in this society all babies are called karina yes. before they're given an actual birth name what and, does because, it mean? It and means because mom maiden? and dad died with the kid coming back they were never able to Spoiler. give her a proper name it so happened. Sorry. a little real sad. Right There. they die
1: <laughs> it's real so it's sad. gonna be
2: karina karina it's very romantic
1: though they were like we can't be separated
2: but at the same time, it's like you're mentioning about that with Candora. I also question if Erek is totally actually evil. He didn't always, he's, I mean, there was yeah. that, but at the same time, I'm thinking, like, I don't know if there, he's kind of like Anakin to me. It's like, I think there's still good in him.
1: Yeah, I think there's Anakin, and I also see a little bit of, uh, Prince Hans from
2: Frozen. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. Uh,
1: More spoilers if you're the one person in this universe who hasn't seen the movie Frozen. But, like, the way that he, like, is kind of vying for the throne and wants power, like, clearly this guy is in that similar situation and is going to use Kendora to get that. And Uh she's like, be my king. And he's like, sure. Um, Like, but also then you have that line when you first meet him that they talk about, um, you want to keep your hands so clean, Eric, that makes you weak. Are you a leader or a servant? And this idea that, like, Maybe he doesn't want to just, like, go around killing people mercilessly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he's only going to kind of, when he's backed in a corner and provoked, fight back.
2: Well, especially considering that one of those henchmen from the cave was going to ready was going to strike down at her during that battle. And he's like, no! And he's he stopped her. I, I was from wondering if that door. was,
1: like, a setup, though.
2: It might have been. I think
1: it's... it was kind of like the last comic that we read where, like, there was some political intrigue going on where he was like, okay, kill all the royals. And then when the guy was going to kill her, he was like, no, stop, I'm going to protect her. Exactly.
2: <laughs> So there may be some. So he hidden could look motives, like a yeah.
1: hero, and then she'd be like, "Oh, I'll be my king," and he'd be like, "Sure." And exactly. then all that has to happen is like that one hench guy is now gone.
2: Of course, of course. I
1: love a good political intrigue.
2: I know, especially in a story like this.
1: Yeah, some it's good fantasy. Wonderful. It's like Game of Thrones, but not so sad. I mean, it is a little sad actually, but there's well, people pretty, with pink well, hair. Pretty sad so. when you
2: know what happens in the cave there, especially with her yeah. with her poor brother.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. and her parents.
2: And her parent, yeah, but th- that again, I mean, she wasn't aware of that yet until much later, but yeah, when she did, parents. yeah, that really came down hard.
1: Okay, I have another topic for you. Yeah. Are you ready? What do you think about the fates? I thought that Ooh. was pretty cool. Yeah. Like this whole concept of the fates. The thing is, the fates. I oh. felt
2: a lot of the vibe of like Greek mythology when I was reading yeah. that particular thing right there. It's like, I mean, at the end, right?
1: At the beginning and at the end.
0: Oh, yeah. But they yeah. have
1: this whole culture of, like, may the fates protect you and, yeah, like, the yeah, fates yeah. and the festival of the fates. And they have this line that I wrote down that I liked a lot. Yep. Um, but the fates, even though they inspire and guide us, also insist that certain events fall as they are meant to. Um and I thought that was interesting that like they're they're kind of I don't know if it's a religion, but like their society is based around this idea of the fates. And like yeah. what does that mean? And when you're going down this path, you were kind of talking exactly. about it's,
2: it's almost it's almost like a strive towards some kind of harmonious kind of balance or something mm-hmm. like that is what it is. Very, very you could de- definitely see the uh, influences of like East Asian type of philosophy in there and very, very, uh, very uh, celestial type. Of...
1: Well, and even then, like if you pick your path. Is your fate the same no matter which path you pick?
2: And that's where we get back to the shadow zone and everything. That's where the shadow zone comes in. It's like that's the one realm where supposedly any path can be taken. Therefore, there may be some kind of predetermined story, but how you go about it is up to you, basically. Hmm. It's the choices that you make.
1: What do you guys think about fate? Like, for reals? Do you think there's fate? No.
2: Well, I hate to say it, but I'll use the Terminator reference here. But this <laughs> this story is oh no, no, no fate, but what we make for ourselves. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's essentially what Candora did when she decided to go after Eric. So they could—they didn't go after. Her. She didn't go after him. Which well, she yeah, him no, because he was going. Because well, he was yeah. going somewhere. Like, I want to see where he's going. You're constantly not looking at me. I oh, want to know yeah. where you're going. That's so,
1: What do you think, Tyler?
0: What do you think? Yeah, we've fate. been talking a whole lot here. What about you?
1: <laughs> Jeff and I are like on a roll. Uh,
0: I am. Oh, in the story?
1: Yeah. In the story, in okay. real life, any of it.
0: I don't really believe in fate in real life. I just think things just kind of... I don't know. Um, in the story, um, well, I, think, I think fate is just something that they kind of clasp onto. Something that's like they're... That's mm-hmm. what they just... Um, yeah, I, I think that they probably just... One things to make sense. And so one thing that makes sense is basically be like, Oh, everything's already planned out.
1: I think that's true. And a lot of, like a lot of religion and stuff too. Like yeah. a lot of it is just giving up what you can't control to a higher power, to the fates, to God, to exactly. whatever it's going to be. You can yeah. say, exactly. here's what I can control. Here's what I can do. And then the rest is the fates or the rest yeah. is, you know, whatever.
2: Exactly. Because it
1: gives you a sense of comfort because you can't know and you can't control it anyway. So,
2: which would probably, uh, prompt someone like Eric to say, "Well, it wasn't really me. It was the uh, Kiv doing it for me because they're kind uh. of they're kind of seething on me now. So it's not really my fault." Yeah, <laughs> which which you know can be you know it can be used to one's advantage, but it can also be used to justify a whole lot of things that probably don't justify the means. No, yeah. absolutely. When I thought,
1: one of the other quotes I had that I liked a lot was um, I wrote a star and a heart next to it. That's how much I Ooh, liked it. Ooh, this means
2: it's important.
1: I know. It's my favorite. <laughs> um, <laughs> I said, what seems cruel and unkind at the moment is often benevolent when seen at a distance, if your eyes can bear the long view. Oh, and I thought that was so good. Yeah. That's a
0: really good line. Right? I love, I love star and
1: heart line.
0: Good job, Barbara. Man. Barbara
1: and Ryan are killing it. This yeah. thing is amazing. Oh, yeah.
0: I um, really want volume two. I, really, I know. Can we have it? I really hope they don't have to just kickstart it. I hope they just, just get a, t- a distributor. I, I mean, yeah, that would be I know, the I'm way to go. I'm
1: surprised that they, if they if maybe so many, they have.
0: There, there's so many amazing things that are from Finish Kickstarter. Finish
1: this comic and it will make a fantastic movie. Yeah,
0: it would.
2: It would make an amazing animated movie is what it would do. It that would. Too. This would be an amazing animated movie.
1: Yeah. Just everything. We want all of the Shadow Zone. Yeah.
2: We want all of the shadows out. But yeah, I think this is such a
1: strong opening. I think it brings up so many great ideas that I'm really excited to see where they go and like how these characters change and what happens. And because I think the overall story is very simplistic, but then it's complicated by all this world building by these ideas of fate. And like, what does that mean? And, you know, who are these people going to become? Um, And I Especially for
2: Karina, because we only see her born in this story. Yet at the same time, she is the main
0: narrator. Yeah. yeah, she is the main narrator. She that true. True. until the end. I, think that, I like that. I think it's actually really, really cool, too. I like that. I, honestly, now, does the I think narrator... that's the first
2: time in one of our books that we've actually seen that, where the character is born in the story, yet they're also the one yeah. narrating
0: the story. So I don't think we've ever had that dynamic. Yeah, d- that before. doesn't true. happen, except for Look Who's Talking, I guess. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, similar.
0: Wow. Similar yeah. example. You know, that, that move. those movies, so tip- so topical. Um, well, like, one thing for this... Now I cannot get Bruce
2: Willis's Willis' uh, voice out of my head for narrating this story. Thank you very much. Like. No You're <laughs> welcome.
0: Um, for, um, yeah, and for the narrator, she never talks about the fates, does she? Does the narrator actually oh, talk I about it? I couldn't
1: tell you. Yeah, I think so. They I, talk think about she the festival I think she the them, like, all these once or twice. Yeah.
0: But the one thing that I do
2: love about her is that she doesn't seem angry at Candora whatsoever yeah. she she doesn't yeah. hate her sister at all for what happened i think well, if that, anything she's actually pretty that piece sad at the
1: her. end saying like the, the how different their lives were and yeah. how much harder the one was right i think is really powerful
2: yeah and if anything they're all, they're pretty much on opposite sides now because Candora's going to be raised by eric and she's going to be raised by master anon
1: and that cool girl. Who's the cool girl? Oh, Tyra. Yeah, I like her. Tyra.
2: Yeah, she is great because she's I'm a little her. bit of the little bit of the kickassery going on in this oh, story yeah. right here. I love that. And
1: she has good hair, which is important. Oh, too. she has beautiful hair. You gotta kick some ass and have great hair. Absolutely. That's one thing
2: that I also love about this story too. If you guys love hair, there's a lot of kickass hairstyles a love... in this story. You guys a lot give me like
1: two more volumes of this, and I will have a pink wig at a con. Oh Just yeah. Just wait. Yes. <laughs>
0: Um yes. okay, so what do you think that this comic adds to in the independent comic industry?
1: I think the format's really special. I think yeah. having it in a book like this and the widescreen as we're calling it. Like it's just a really cool, unique thing. It's not just here's an issue of a thing that I'm working on. It it has a its own voice, it has its own format, it's breaking some boundaries in that way. And I just really love something that like has the artistic style of this. Yeah. Like it, not a lot of comics take the time because it takes a stupid amount of time to paint out. I mean, the way that this is colored and the way that it's sketched, I mean, it's incredible. And I think that artistic level on top of this really cool fantasy storytelling is really unique and has a really nice place in, in indie comics.
2: Honestly, in my opinion, the thing this brings to indie comics, actually, there was there were severe philosophical messages being talked about this. And in all the books that we have done so far that that we have (laughs) seen so far, I don't really see that we have done a book where there was, like, heavy emphasis on uh, philosophical matters. No. I think this is the first one that really touched on
0: it, well, in my m- opinion. Well, maybe Bush Baker. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> hey, <laughs> well.
1: I think everything that we do has yeah. some sort of message, or at least I try to pull it from that. But I, I think, think this guns, one th- has some But this one was direct. really profound,
0: in my I think opinion. Guns of Blazing does.
1: I think all of them in many ways. But, like, I think this—to your point, I think this one in particular has some very overt, like, what is fate? What is, you know, good and evil? What is, you know, the parts of yourself that you're fighting against?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's right up in your face. It seems simplistic, but at the same time, it's very layered at the same time. I got that from the
0: pros as well.
1: Oh, okay. I think I—
0: but yeah, like you said, like all of them do. Yeah, yeah. I think,
1: and that, that's my goal. That's why I take notes and write down quotes. Like, I think you can pull something from, a, like, if you're telling a story, there needs to be a point and there needs yeah. to be a message, uh-huh. no matter what that message is. And so I think, you know, almost all of the books that we talk about have something to glean from it. But yeah. sometimes it's easier to grasp than others. And sometimes it connects more deeply with us than others. And I think that's really cool when you can find something Absolutely. that connects with you and that you can, yeah, right, move forward with. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: And that's what I think it brings to the comics world, actually, especially indie comics, for that matter. Yeah, agreed. But yeah, you are right. This needs to be get, get, got picked up by a regular distributing company, yeah, actually. Really so. It really does it's need available. to get big. The quality is
0: absolutely it's gorgeous. Is, it's it, amazing. It
1: has some darkness, but no more than a lot of Disney movies, where like, yeah. I feel like it's an all-ages comic, too.
0: It just reminds me of, of one of the good Nickelodeon uh, Cartoon yeah. Network shows. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it really does. It has like, that vibe. Yeah, of,
0: like Avatar, Last Airbender, Legend of Korra. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean... Because it's something that has a
1: lot happening. Like, it has many layers and it has that yeah. really good storytelling and it has yeah. that morality, but it's also really simple and really yeah. easy to connect with and these characters are really accessible, which I think makes it good for adults or for children because yeah. then you and can and start talking not, about these things. Like, and like what does not that mean? And forget
2: that the protagonist is a
0: redhead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and a pink hair girl. My favorite.
0: <laughs> I think... I want to. I want to piggyback on that. Um,
1: <laughs> you want pink hair too? I know on the, we all do. Oh with pink hair, amazing.
0: Well, like you said, you said, it was kind of like a like a Disney thing. I was like, you yeah. know, like Gravity Falls is I think darker than this. Yeah. This, this book. No,
1: Disney gets real dark for all so, their family. If I can't watch Bambi or Pinocchio, that yeah, stuff's that's too much for me.
0: But uh, <laughs> yeah, I love I love this book, and uh, I think other people will like it too. And oh, I think yeah. I hope yeah, Ryan please goes go to check it out. It's so cool. Convention, so you can pick it up from him.
1: Yeah.
2: This is something that I would recommend not just to a fan of this style of stuff but to any actual comic fan myself
0: yeah, yeah. I, I anybody think, everybody yeah uh, this this is something I would tell people like if you want to get independent comic books and you want something yeah. that's just like really great to see. Any like art? Yeah, like, if, if anybody basically is like, you know, I don't, I've never read a comic before, an independent comic book, but I love good art.
1: Yeah. I'd be oh, like, yeah.
0: this is it. Yes. A, like a thousand percent. And yeah, like I
1: want to introduce my kid to a comic or I want to yeah. share this with my family and the art's beautiful. There's accessible characters. Yeah. Yeah. Show it to everybody you know. And you can get it at, what is it? ShadowzoneComic.com?
0: ShadowzoneComic.com. Or yes. Odagawa. Check it out.com, I think, as well.
1: Whatever we said last yeah, whatever, week. Yeah, whatever's the article. <laughs> <laughs> check the text associated with this podcast and you can find out. But ShadowZoneComic.com, definitely. It says so on the back of the book, so I hope that that is still true.
2: odagawa.com art. There it is. Or odagawa.com.
1: All right, check it out.
2: odagawa.com
1: well, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for joining us. This is a super cool comic. We hope you check it out. And tell us. If you go read it, please let us know. Talk Shadow Zone! Shadow Shadow Zone! Send us your recordings of you saying Shadow Zone in the weirdest voice possible. <laughs> <laughs> but please, interact with us. Tell us how much you like things. Tell us if there's a comic that you want us to cover. We want to hear from you. Yeah. Come talk with us so that we don't feel like we're talking into the void which we, we're talking into the shadow zone
0: we are we're talking into the shadow zone no
1: we're talking to you and thanks for listening check out our check out our other podcasts on iTunes and all the podcast apps and check out our website thegrandgeekgathering.com for our articles videos and more you can stay updated on our Facebook Twitter Instagram and we stream on Twitch check it out the intro is provided by bensound.com and you can buy Shadow Zone at shadowzone Shadowzonecomic.com. Super easy to remember. Check it out. Or Odogawa.com. Slash art if you want to get really into some art. Um, Come and check out The Gathering. Have a great week. (laughs) And GGG! (laughs) Shadowzone! (laughs) Shadowzone!